Hi, my name is Tracy G and I'm an inner work coach, NLP trainer and podcaster extraordinaire. Passionate about equality and a world that is more diverse and inclusive, giving each and every one of us the opportunity to be the best version of ourselves. As a biracial woman, I've experienced my fair share of discrimination in the past and come out on top. We all know that discrimination and bias still exists in the world today, and it's not always easy to know what to do about it. This podcast, All One Inclusive, is about celebrating all diversity and being proud of all that you are. I chat with inspiring guests and my friends as we share stories from news sources and listeners from all over the world who have experienced some form of discrimination firsthand. The aim is for us to be able to discuss this issue more openly so it becomes better understood by all and provide tips about what you can do to make a difference. The world may have a lot of catching up to do, but if we can imagine a more equal world, we can create change step by step, ripple by ripple. Hi. 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 Happy hump day. How are you? Good. Very good. Um, I'm trying to think what what exciting. What's exciting? Oh well, coming up, I am gonna for the first time ever celebrate. It's not really a celebrate a day to celebrate, but anyway, the racing day. What's it called? Melbourne Cup day. Melbourne Cup day. Oh, oh my goodness! Yeah. I was like, I've never bothered. Basically, it's just um, a horse race, famous mm-hmm. horse race. Spring mm. Carnival. I don't know if it launched. It's almost like the launch of the racing season, almost. Mm. Um, and it's a big deal in Australia, mostly in Victoria, mostly yeah. in Melbourne. So mm. much so that they get a public holiday there. They do. Get they a get a public holiday for this day. Mm. Yeah. Now, I apologise in advance if I am unfamiliar with the history and it has some deeper meaning. But as far as I know, it's just about horse racing. <laughs> launching as far as i know that's what it's about but... that's what it's about yeah. um nothing more um significant than that but they get a public holiday and everywhere in australia even if you're not in victoria it, everybody celebrates they have lunches they do things in works and offices people get dressed up some people take the days yeah. off and go to fancy elaborate lunches and yeah. i've never ever partaken in that other than being so in a workplace in work other than being in work, you know, wearing a fascinator to work, that kind of thing. Mm. Other than in work, go down, watch the race, go back, have a have a yay, and then go back up and do um, yes. work. But I'm actually taking the day off. Yeah, I'm gonna I'm gonna celebrate. Wow! But really, it's mostly a treat to me to get to have a break and just mm. relax and um. Get dressed up. It's nice to get dressed up sometimes. Yes, a hundred percent. I do like the dress up. So I do like get dressed up sometimes. I just, oh yeah, I just like it. It's nice. Mm. It's like when you're a kid. I don't know about you, but when I was a kid, I loved dressing up. <laughs> um, put your mum's heels on, walking around in the heels that didn't fit your feet. <laughs> Love dressing up. Fancy. It's fun, mm. and it's not really changed. Remember, we used to go to lots of fancy dress parties, but haven't done that for years. I know it was a lot of yeah. I I didn't really do that much fancy dress until I met you guys. Huh? You guys did it so well. 
We did, didn't we? Oh my gosh. Yeah. We say that like it's in the past. We should do it again. We should do yeah. we should have fancy dress again. I maybe know. maybe my next birthday. Yeah, exactly. Being uh, well too, um, way too, oh, I don't want to say it yet. Sorry? It was just, no, I was just going to say when you we do fancy dress, it's just on another level. So. It is on another level. <laughs> so, yes, it might be time to climb up to that level again. Yeah, we need to quite get to the level again. It's yeah, always been fun. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but what have you been doing? What's been going on for you? You're going to Thailand? Yeah, going to Thailand, yes. Um, Bangkok for the first time. So, exciting. But yeah, Diwali was on. Oh, Diwali. Oh, did you have lots of sweets? I did, yes. I still have sweets, Um, So, which lasts forever, but it was was great. Yeah, obviously. Hmm? What's your favourite sweet? Oh, look, I actually like Nimki's the best and they're not sweet, they're salty, you know. Nimki. Like yeah, Nimki's, they're like crunchy things that you eat. Mum made some other sweets, but Diwali, it's just so, so many sweets that actually the salty stuff stands out more. So, um, yeah, it's nice to to do that. But um, but I think I like the ritual of like cooking with my mum and stuff you know just yeah and stuff we don't do it at the at the level we used to do it um of course and then because you used to have to clean for Diwali as well like the whole house like wiped down the walls and everything it was like such a like production but mom doesn't really do that as much anymore so you could actually just have fun making the sweets and eating the sweets and yeah it doesn't have to come with that added burden of like cleaning your entire life yeah and did you say it's like the one of the biggest hindu festivals it is yeah it's like the new year so Mm. um, yeah i mean it would be awesome to to go and see it in india i think because it would be on steroids you know um because it's pretty big in bg as well like it's it's the holiday and yeah so it's pretty nice but i reckon india would be huge and i want to do holi in india i think that would be awesome do what in india Holi, you know, the festival of colors, you know, when people, oh, that. Yeah. yeah, I reckon we would all love doing that. that looks awesome. Yes, exactly. Yes. So we should put that on our bucket list. We should put it on our bucket list. Absolutely. Love to do that. Nice. Um, yeah. All right. So do what would you do? Yes. Okay. We can do a what would you, would you do? Right. So Meenal, mm. a white co-worker says, to a newly hired woman of color and this could be newly hired asian person newly hired minority person could be any mm. your name is really hard to pronounce do you go by something else what would you do oh geez yeah actually this is so hypocritical because obviously oh, let's, let's hear the hypocritical i like the hypocritical what, what no, because <laughs> the guy I'm seeing, can't, according to him, I can't pronounce his name very well. <laughs> so I call him by, you know, his initials, which is fine because it works. Mm-hmm. But I think that's bullshit, to be honest. I think you can learn. If you can learn to pronounce Daenerys Targaryen. <laughs> Daenerys Targaryen? Is that on the on the new um, Game of Thrones thing? No, isn't she Khaleesi? Isn't that Carly? Oh, I don't know. We're still Game of Thrones, right? 
Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, yeah, anyway, if you can learn those Dothraki names and whatever, like, surely you can learn a name. I think you just got to, like, learn how to pronounce it. So I think we just start off with, no, you can't call me Bob. Like, I'm sorry, yeah. but no, that's not going to work. And you're just going to have to make an effort to pronounce my name. Yeah. And do the best that you can. Yeah. You know? I think if people are trying, I don't have to get yeah. it wrong as long as they're trying. Yeah. No, 100%. Yeah. Um, and, just, and I think it helps if you, you should be helping people along, I do believe, you know, because lots of people can't say my name. And so, and especially the way I want it said. Because yeah. I think there are different ways of pronouncing it. And so if you even want your name said in a different way, you have, you're going to have to help people out and, and tell them, you know, what's the easiest way. Like Menal, it is like Menal, but with an M. Mm. That's fine. So then people know and it's easier or however, you know, um, it is. Because, yeah, um, it's a silly, it's a lazy excuse. I don't know. I, I'm, I'm with you. I think... You, you just do your best to pronounce the name. It's practice, right? Yeah. And I, I actually always ask people when it's clear that they have two names. So when they say, oh, my name's John, uh, and then and then they see on an official document or something that their name is something else. Yes. And and I read that name and think, well, that's an easy name to pronounce. Why are you calling yeah. yourself John? And they go, oh, it's just easier. Yeah. Exactly. I, I hear that a lot. Yeah. Especially no. with Asian names yes I was like really I don't think your name is difficult to pronounce at all yeah so it's it's kind of a two-way thing here yeah. gotta give people the chance yeah not assume that people can't spell your name or say your name pronounce your name yeah, yeah. um and then just yeah let's get used to it hmm. help people give them yeah. a helping hand with that yes um but what would you say to say this was your co-worker what would you say to them no, I, and, you know, I understand I get names wrong all the time, mostly because I forget what your name is, but um, you could just got to try harder. It's like, no, I think you need to try and pronounce the name. And if you're really, really stressed about it, ask them and yeah. say it back and then say it back. Again. Actually, well, something I used to do at work because we, I worked, you know, because I was a regional manager, I worked with lots of Asian countries, yeah. and not even just Asian countries. Russia and Turkey were in there as well. And actually, I, f I struggled most with the Turkish names. Yeah. Because mm -hmm. the Turkish names, um, if I read them as an, with an English I, they were not said how they were written. So what I used to do is I used to ask them, how do you say your name? And I was used to write it in English as it sounded to me. Mm -hmm. And then I would put it in brackets for me personally, yeah. how you spelled the name. So I always spelled the name right. Yeah. And then how it sounded out to me if I was saying it. That's what I used to do yeah. um, to help me say their names correctly. Like, for example, there was a lady called Berju. Berju? Berju. She's Turkish. Mm -hmm. and, and it was spelled in a way that wasn't like, a bit like the Irish old Irish name thing. Yes. I wouldn't have pronounced it like that. Berju. So I had to write, spell it a different way for me. Hmm. So then I could say it. Yeah. The name was Berju. Berju. But it was spelled a completely different way. Yeah. And just for um for all us ethnics out there, do you have patience with with people who are of ethnic background but grew up somewhere else? So we'll butcher your name even though I should know how to say it. <laughs> yeah, it's like, yeah, have patience with other people from ethnic of the same ethnic backgrounds. Hmm. And like we've had this name conversation before. 
like my surname I don't particularly think it's difficult to say it's no. it's actually spelled how you say it yeah Gandu yeah I mean I can imagine you could spell it with two o's or with an o instead of a u mm. but it's still pronounced the same yeah definitely. so I can understand misspellings but I can never understand how you can't say it Gandu <laughs> oh just really I just I did have it the other day it's Tracy Gandu and then he did, oh, I couldn't even tell you. It's just, what? How did you get that? Anyway, so why it matters? Well, this statement is disrespectful because it suggests that some names, and therefore people, are not worth taking the time to get to know. Yeah. It can also make the new hire feel like an outsider, signaling that she has to change who she is in order to fit in at work. He or she, because I've so many times so that's why it matters mm. you could repeat a name demonstrating that it's not hard to pronounce or mm. point out to your co-worker that it's a sign of respect to pronounce someone's name correctly mm. you can also explain why it matters which is it's disrespectful suggest the names aren't worth mm. um taking the time to get to to know um, which implies they're not either um, your white colleague may be falling into the trap of considering white sounding names as the norm mm. and therefore not realize how inappropriate their question is. If their own name has always been easy for classmates and colleagues to pronounce, they may never have had their name questioned like this mm. and not understand how it feels. We get a name, I get, because I guess we live here, I get names all the time that may not be so easy to pronounce the first time I hear it. Yeah, exactly. But I feel like you have to make an effort. Yes. I think there's two things, though, with this, that story we talked about earlier. There's people using Anglo-sounding names on purpose mm. because they it gives them more opportunities. Yes. And then also because it may be difficult to pronounce the name. There's mm. two things behind that. Yeah. Could be both, either or. Either or. There you go. Have you had any names you found difficult to pronounce? I've had so many names uh, difficulties pronouncing, but um, clearly the person I'm dating right now, I just and I have the most difficult time pronouncing his last name. And he says it's all right. October is the month to pronounce his first name, and then we'll get on to his middle name, and then we'll get on to his last name. So there you go. Well, are all the names hard, difficult to pronounce? Well, he, he just says I'm not saying it properly. <laughs> It needs to be patient with you. I know, exactly. And sometimes I get it wrong. And then sometimes it's like, oh, now you put the Aussie accent on there. And I'm like, oh, oh well, you will see. You're going to yeah. say it with an Aussie accent. Yes. This is the way it is. <laughs> yes. And he's re um, redoing my friends' names because obviously, you know, some of my friends are in, you know, of Indian descent and they have Indian names, but we don't pronounce it in the Indian way. So he's like, you don't, that's not, it's Amrita. And I'm like, no. Oh, no. Amrita. So yeah, no, it's Damarita. <laughs> like, like, See, yeah. that's diff that's okay because it's still it's still the essence of the name. Yes, exactly. Yeah. yeah. You don't change your name to Amanda. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that would be different. <laughs> oh, jeez. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah. I couldn't pronounce it the Indian way either. Yeah. Yeah. my mom still says it like that she'll, she'll say I'm and I'm like <laughs> yeah I can't but I mean 
getting it very close i think he's good enough Mm, yes or when you like in bridgerton and they're like miss sharma no they're like miss sharma sharma or something i'm like what are they trying to say and then you're like oh sharma (laughs) sharma yeah it's sharma so but yeah but i i get why that happens okay all right i think we've nabbed on a bit long yes it's good talking to you as usual yeah Yeah. i'd be interested to hear from other people how they handle the name pronunciation if that's been a problem in the past for them mm-hmm. love to hear how they handle that do they just change the name to something anglo or if they use their name or if you've got any funny stories around it that would be even better yes i would love to hear all right until next time see you soon bye 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 happy hump day, happy hump day. <laughs> well it's not really hump day but Happy hump day to whoever's listening. And um, mm. yes, how are you? How have you been? Because you look very tired, I have to say. <laughs> yes, I'm um, running on fumes, as they say. I've only had a few hours of sleep. So, it's just such yeah. a party animal. That's what it is. <laughs> I guess so. Oh, my gosh. I did have my um, work Christmas party on Friday. Oh, yeah. Um, very early in November. Um you know availability of people and whatnot so mm. um, yes it was fun and did... I went to Auckland's Bay yesterday so oh nice where did you have your Christmas party just at one of the doctor's places oh yeah nice yeah. Yeah, well, it was really fun um there was karaoke and stuff and people were drunk enough to use it so oh, it was... oh you don't really drink so you didn't do karaoke I did one song, oh, yeah. but you know there was a few of us that um, oh, okay. beat it. Safety so, in numbers, kind of thing. Exactly, exactly. You didn't have to go up by yourself, so it worked okay. out. Just so, um, what did you sing? Michael Jackson beat it. Beat it. <laughs> just Very beat it. Yes, beat it. Bit, exactly. Very um, random. One of the other guys chose it, so yes, it was. Um, that could be funny. I wish I, I wish I was a fly on the wall to see you singing "Beat It" by Michael Jackson. Um, um, I'm glad other people had the night. Truly mm. embarrassing. But oh. um, how are you? Good. Yeah. Um, I'm coach assisting this weekend, so I'm busy with that. What have I done since I spoke to you? I don't know. I can't think. My brain. <laughs> Like, what have I did? What did I do? Mm. I remember going to Manly. Did I talk about that? I went to Manly for a while. That was nice. Oh, no. Yeah, that, no, that was last weekend. Mm. It's really, really nice. It's going to be a really hot day today. Oh, really? Yeah, like really hot. Like I went and got coffee just before mm. this and it was 21 degrees already. Oh, okay. Wow. Um, yesterday was beautiful it was actually on the cooler side yesterday mm. um, so it worked out. and you know when you're on the ferry it's always cold so we got the ferry to Watson's Bay did you have fish and chips yes uh, we didn't have fish and chips because we did the walk and then by the time the walk was finished I was very cold and so I was like can we go into the city and get some ramen <laughs> <laughs> that's what we did went into the city and got some ramen so okay um, good ramen good ramen we went to Ichiban so oh yeah 
very nice. Oh, nice. Nice, nice, nice. Oh, that's good. Well, we'll move on to and what would you do? Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yes. Are you ready? Sure. Okay. Mm -hmm. Yes, let's do it. <laughs> Okay, so this is like a, a, um, in a workplace scenario. A lot of these are workplace, so maybe just change it up and make them public scenarios. Mm. It could be. So let's just, all right, this, I'm going to change this. It's not going to be workplace. This is like you're out um, with mm. friends, and one of your friends um, bumps into a friend they know, somebody that you don't know. Okay. So you're out with your friends and they bump into, she sees a friend, she goes, hi. And so it comes, she comes over and she chats and this friend is black, black, a black woman. And she's talking to her friend, he's a black woman, blah, 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 blah. You're all, you're all stood there, you and your friends. And then she leaves and she goes, goodbye. And then one of your other friends with you says, wow, I'm really surprised how articulate she sounded. Referring to the black woman. Yes, absolutely. She was really, she says she was really articulate. Yeah. Mm. Okay. Yeah. So whether that's a workplace comment, friends comment out, whatever, what would you do? I, I, I think I genuinely, because it can be confusing, okay, if we're not taking the, the worst interpretation of what she meant, it would be okay. like, what do you mean by that? Like, would, So you'd be you confused. Mean, yeah, I think I would probably be confused. Right. Um, like, especially in my group of friends, obviously, that because there's a lot of people of colour, it would just, it would seem very unusual to say something along that line. Mm. Um, and I'd be like, do you mean just in her English? And if they said, yes, oh, she speaks English so well, you'd be like, well, I'm pretty sure she speaks several languages very well you know and that's what I think people forget about people of color you know or to be honest Europeans as well who come in they speak you know several languages so it's and if you've ever tried speaking another language and obviously I've tried Hindi and it's such a difficult thing to do like I can't even read and write it just speaking it you know is difficult enough trying to articulate myself mm. so when you really think about you know people who have the skills to speak three or four languages and actually read and write in more than one language you're just like really you're surprised that she's really that articulate it's like that sounds like crazy talk to me mm. so um, yeah, I I think when you point that fact out, people kind of get it. Like people, I mean, when they say, oh, she speaks English well, it seems like, oh, such a big deal. It's mm. like, no, if she speaks English and spe she speaks French and German and, you know, like, <laughs> whatever yeah. else. Then... I, don't, I don't know. I just, yeah, again, it's a context-dependent thing. I do hear, like, I work with a lot of international you know, companies and colleagues and whatever. I'm always impressed with their English, even if it's not perfect English. They they may be in some circumstances more conscious of that, and they might apologise for saying this or not knowing this or speaking more slowly because they may have to think about it, especially in the business context when you use more corporate speak or whatever. It's not everyday casual conversation. And um, I just feel that I'm just impressed. And I always 
compliment them by saying, I think it's a compliment, that, well, your English is better than my Chinese, better than my Japanese, better than my Korean, because I don't speak any of those languages. Yeah, so I think I'm just always impressed in all people with other languages, mm. always impressed. But then I guess in the context that I'm reading this one, it's uh, an Australian, uh, like so it's an Australian, but you wouldn't know that in the context I just described, but it's somebody who is, and even if, I mean, maybe they were an immigrant when they were 10, mm. 20, whatever. But then to say, oh, I guess it could be also. If it's a positive thing, it could be good. Like like you said, most people, and me included, are impressed by people who speak multiple languages. Mm-hmm. And so if you're saying, oh, she's really articulate and I'm, you know, because she speaks, you know, and she speaks it really well, then absolutely. Yeah. But... I guess, I guess in the. The context I'm talking about is in a work where I'm talking to someone who is living in another country. Yes. Like I'm talking about a colleague who's in China, lives in yeah. China and is communicating to me in English or lives in Korea or Japan or whatever. They're talking about someone who is from that same country as them yes. or lives there, lived there at least most of the life or a large part of the life. But I'll just, I'll, just say, I'll just talk about the other side of it. So the other side of it is it might seem like a compliment, but it perpetuates a stereotype that black people in this context or this situation aren't articulate or educated. So there must be a stereotype that you're not educated or articulate. Right. So I guess, yeah, it depends on the context. So that's why it sometimes sounds like a compliment, but it isn't. Mm, yes. Mm. And, I, and I mean, I'm only getting this myself. Yeah. Uh, well, that was like that joke that, you know, what is it the Danish princess, the little one? N- nothing against her, but how it like was in a big article, how she speaks like multiple languages and like it was a big deal. But it's cute when it's a little you know, white princess, but like most immigrant children speak multiple languages, but it's not, it's not a thing. Nobody says, oh my God, that's amazing. You know, like, yeah. So I guess the double standard, you know. Yeah, it's impressive if it's, but it isn't, well, this is like, again, so many ways to look at it. It's impressive because so few, few non migrants Mm. have that ability. Fewer. So it's like almost a surprise because, yeah. Um, yeah. I think it's an exclusive, like a, a Australian thing or maybe a US thing or something because most of the other countries speak multiple languages, even in Europe, you know, maybe, you know. Yeah, but not in England. Like, yeah, maybe not in England. But, you know, if, you, if you're Swedish or you're, you know, Dutch or whatever, we, we ourselves know our friends are that way and they speak multiple languages you know so it's it's actually more of a I think they're probably it would be interesting to know the stats but probably is more common if you can speak multiple languages so yeah so it's not really it's just as stupid yeah. people that can't speak 
or just me speak for myself. I did learn Spanish, but yeah, yeah, yeah I did learn French and, and Chinese, but I don't remember much about it at all. And now that I think about it, now as I'm older, I appreciate you know that I should have put more effort into learning mm, my language. Languages. I mean, I understand it perfectly fine. You know, mm. my, my what would be my native you know um if I wasn't in Australia but um I didn't when I was a kid I didn't appreciate it and I didn't you know it came back to that whole I wanted to be very Australian yeah I know what you mean my dad tried to teach me some Nigerian language but the thing is like he he didn't try and teach me till I was like what 13 it's a bit late and and it was because I was going to Nigeria to visit family Mm. so he was teaching me some words and that was fine I learned some words like hello thank you and that kind of stuff. I guess it's me in my head, more practical. For me, I would want to learn a language that's more useful, as in going to use it more. Like, and that's why in our school, Spanish is one of the biggest languages in the world. Next, really, you know, Mandarin and Cantonese would be because they've got the biggest population, but it's not as spread as a spoken language, say. Um, but Spanish is huge, but it, but because I guess French, I don't know why France is a neighbor. Most schools did French because French, French, France neighbor. But Spanish was offered in my school as exclusively do it. You didn't get a choice even. You either the the year was split in two, and half of you did Spanish, half of you did French, and you didn't get to choose. So I did Spanish. But I would have liked, I think the useful languages, because we live in it, where we live, is is uh, Mandarin, Cantonese. Yeah, That's the best language here. But if I if, forget about the practicality of language and what's the best to learn, I would love to learn Italian. I love that language. It's my favorite language. It is beautifully spoken. So, so expressive. <laughs> I love the language. It's like rhythmic, expressive, like... Mm. I love it. <laughs> I just love Italian. So that would be I, the I only language. You love Korean. Korean. Why? Well, the amount of Korean drama I watch, it would just make it easier. I have started to pick up like certain phrases and things. And now that I'm watching, like, you know, world is turning to Korea, basically, mm-hmm. um, for all of its entertainment needs. You know, I have Korean friends that I've just not utilized all these years. <laughs> Just like, you could learn Korean. I know I could totally learn Korean. Mm. I'm starting. <laughs> so, yeah, um... you should. You should. Oh, but yeah, that's the other side of that compliment. Mm. The suggestion yeah. that they shouldn't be articulate or educated. Mm. I mean, yeah, Pete. I know in England you hear that a lot. If anybody who's not born in England speaks English to them. That would be a compliment that people would say, oh, your English is really good. That would totally be a compliment. But when you think about it, a lot of countries are schooled in English because it's a big language in the world. Uh, so, yeah, I guess that's that's part of it. But in the other context I'm looking at is specifically a black woman who's Amer- African-American living and going for a job interview and then hearing somebody saying, oh, I'm surprised how articulate she sounded because there must be a stereotype that black people, African-Americans aren't articulate or educated. So I think that's what that one's about. But it's worth thinking about as well when you think about that as a compliment. 
Interesting, isn't it? And one thing I didn't mention is we're talking about a microaggression. So microaggression is really an attitude expressed as a behavior that promotes a stereotype that may or may not be true. So that's what a microaggression is. They call it microaggression because it's not overtly racist. Yes. Yeah, it's like small and it might even seem harmless. It's a compliment. So that's why it's a microaggression. And that's mm-hmm. something you focus on when you're talking about diversity and inclusion in a work, in a work environment. Things that you may not consider offensive, things you may not consider mm. insulting, things you may consider a compliment. Yeah. Can be a microaggression. Mm. Comments like that. Would you, what advice would you give someone who's just says, well, what what are you supposed to do when you hear racist comments or like, honestly, what would you do? Uh, yeah. Asking why I think is important. What do you mean? Why did you say mm-hmm. that? But what if it's like overt racism? Yeah. Then it's just like, well, that's, you're being racist. And mm. I believe that's racist and you need to stop. Mm. Would you say that? No, I, I, I would say that that's racist. Mm. It would be difficult. I mean, I can't imagine this being at work, but if it was, I, I would yeah. say that it, like that's racist and I don't want to hear it basically. Yeah. I guess it's um, all context dependent, right? Where mm. you are, who said it, what the situation is. Yeah. And whether um, it's an environment, have, go on. I have tried with family. Oh, uh, yeah. Well, that's in another family. one. In your family, because your family, yeah. your family is just like, how do you address things when people say things like that? Yeah. Yeah. You try and explain it because you have to be, especially because they tend to be older than you, right? And so you have to be respectful. Mm. Um, <clears throat> but saying it in a way that it just, they're just like, well, no, that's that's ridiculous. And so, and they can dismiss you because you're younger, basically. Yeah, well, that's like an ageism thing, isn't it? But yeah, yeah. Um, Yes, family. Absolutely. I've had family say things that made me very, very uncomfortable. And I've not said anything. I'll be honest. Because my my only, I remember one in particular, because I was shocked. Mm. Actually, I was just like, speechless and hurt. Oh, really? experience a strong emotion. Yeah, I was very hurt by it. So I didn't say anything that I should have what, done. What was it? I'm curious now. <laughs> you are curious, aren't you? It was a joke. And I was the butt of the joke. And it was about not being able to see me in the dark. Oh, yeah. Okay. And that was from a family member. A white family member, because you know, I have the privilege of both. I have the yeah. I have the complexity to navigate the two, but um, yeah. yeah, really hurt and offended by that. Yeah. Um, so much that I didn't know, I didn't even know what to say. I just yeah. couldn't fathom. I wish yeah. I had said something now, maybe later though, not in the moment. In the moment, I was too caught up in this. Yes. These feelings. And- I think it's difficult when it's you, you know, like when they're talking about you, because the few times I've done it, it's when they're talking about other people, mm. you know, and other people's people. I, so I, 
you know, you don't feel personally attacked. Therefore, you you can formulate a response. Yeah. You know, yeah. Easier when you're not, you know. So yeah. Yeah. But. Exactly. Well, yeah. They, well, yeah. When you, it's a bit. It's not as easy when it's pers- personally directed at you. But this family member, I know they didn't mean anything by it. They thought they were being funny. They just thought it was a funny joke. I know that because I know yeah. them well enough. But I was just surprised and shocked that they didn't realise how offensive that is. <clears throat> yeah. Mm. Yeah. <gasps> anyway. I think we need to wrap it up. Yes. Yes. Oh, but just one thing before we go. Um, last we had this amazing chat last week with our friend Steph, Ooh. didn't we? Yes, we did. It was a lot. It was awesome. And I had to issue an apology because I realized once I'd read um the interview that we did, that I'd when we were talking about them afterwards, that I started referring to them in um she and her mm-hmm. so i i added an apology so i do apologize it was reflexive and we talked about reflective doing that reflectively so it just highlights the need to practice yes highlights the need to practice and i've decided to practice with my written communication by making it gender neutral as in if i'm talking about someone i don't say he him i'll just say they them because nobody notices Nobody will notice that, even yeah. if they identify as he, him, she, her. Generally, people don't notice that when you refer yeah. to other people. They they did this, they did that. Nobody notices. So it's an easy way to practice. That's just mm. my yeah. take on it. How to practice saying it. Cool. You say them more often. Yeah. Absolutely. Anyway, there we go. That's all. I've got to go now. Enjoy the rest of your day. Have a lovely rest of your week, peeps. Happy hump day. See ya. See ya. Happy hump day. How are you? I'm good. I really like this background. I think it's cool. Looks like we're sat next to each other. (laughs) Yes, it does. It's screwing with my head because I can't figure out which way to tilt my face. I don't know what it is, but doesn't matter. Just look at you. Look, I'm looking at you. Yes, I know. Do you look at me? I'm trying not to look at myself exactly. (laughs) You knew I was such a peacock, but anyway, (laughs) it's so good. So, what did you get up to since we spoke? Oh, um, gosh, what did I get up to? Um, I think I did a lot more eating. Oh, no, I am proud to say my man friend. Um, he's obsessed. He's obsessed with fin- like not wasting food. So he's like oh, onto me now because I, you know, I don't necessarily finish all the food in my fridge. You know, so I took my lunch like three times, three times, two times last week, which is, you know, as you know, not really what I do in an mm. attempt to finish the chicken that I bought that would have normally gone in the bin. So it seems so lame, but I am quite proud. Yeah. But I finished it. He still thinks there's a chicken left, but there's no chicken left. I finished it. So Okay, moving on. <laughs> do, you know what, do you know what though I've been doing those meal kits and I found I don't waste food I really that's really helped to not waste food um mm. because they send literally send you 
one spring onion and one carrot and one half a celery stick for the meals and the recipes. So I just don't waste food because otherwise I waste food because I don't need to use the whole thing, you know, fresh produce, depending on, you know, how it comes. A bag of carrots is a waste for me. Yeah, absolutely. So it's really, really handy, actually. That's one of the benefits having these meal kits is that you don't waste food or don't waste as much anyway. That's cool. Yourself um, a man friend who eats everything. <laughs> yes. Literally, well. who will, will eat everything else. So I'm happy with that. But yes, he doesn't, even at restaurants, he doesn't let me just order everything. Good. He's like, are you going to finish eating that? All right. Like, well, so much pressure. Well, he gets my tick of approval. Well, I haven't met him yet. Exactly. Mm. Oh, that's so strange. Anyway, yes. sounds cool. Um, what did I do? Actually, last weekend I was working. Um, at the weekend, but then I did weekends currently. Yeah, but I was like full on working last weekend I was support I was assisting a coaching training it was really good it's lovely to see the transformation in people um once they've finished the program it's it's incredible like they even look different so they've done all this inner work working on limiting beliefs and clearing things that are you know programming parental programming and these kind of things and um they even look different. I can physically see them look different. It's weird. Yeah, that sounds weird. But... It's like they look younger. Did you notice that change in me? <laughs> yes, you always look when I did When I did it, I was just like, wow, it's incredible. Um, and then I caught up with friends for dinner this week, which was lovely. Um, caught up with Joe, teacher Joe, and I caught up with Holly and Annie when Annie was here for work. Nice. So we had, oh, the best thing, tacos. Taco Tuesday. We did Taco Tuesday. And they did all these gluten-free tacos. Delicious. Really? Delicious. Oh, yes. So good. It's going so far with this gluten-free stuff. It doesn't taste like cardboard anymore. It doesn't. I'm so grateful. (laughs) So grateful. Um, Because generally it's difficult when you go eat out. Mm. And I don't like the idea of being that person that's difficult when you go out for dinner so you know I'm always checking the menu when anybody invites me for dinner to see if I can eat stuff or know what I might order Um, but yeah it really just makes a difference to my gut health that's it that's the reason I do it no I'm not celiac but yes the gluten the wheat is different now because of genetically modified wheat Mm -hmm. it's slightly different so it reacts different with my body's some people they have an intolerance some people are fine um so that's why i am i am a gluten free i found it makes a difference what would you do mean all you ready yes as always as always (laughs) what it's time for i feel like we need a jingle it's time for what would you do okay sing it sing it Okay, so you over here, a co-worker, confuse the names of the only two Asian women in your company. Or the only two Indian women in your company. Or the only two black women in your company. I think the interchangeable 
you, you know where we're going with this, right? Yes, indeed. Um, so I do have to confess I've done this. And recently. And they did happen to be Asian. And they're lovely. And they started new. They happened to sit next to each other. And both their names start with C. And okay. <laughs> it is my personal hell. Like, genuinely. <laughs> You're not you're not great with names at the best of times. I'm just oh my god, and to have them both start with C, I'm just like oh shit. You know what are the names? See now I can't say it, but oh. it's 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 it's. Can you remember yeah. though? See again, I don't acquire it. You know, like because I'm just oh I'm terrible with names as as it is. Like I call random. I kept calling one of the new, you know, assistants, like Elaine. That is not her name. Elaine is not her name. But I keep calling her Elaine. And I'm just like, what is wrong with me? Um, so, yeah, so I've done this. And they they are both Asian. And they're both names start with C. But for me, it comes from a genuine, like, I'm just terrible with names. But um, In general. Yes, I'm general. But if, it could I, have been, I, if they were two new people... And they were both, ang- you know, ang- yeah. white, Caucasian, yes. and they both names began with C. You'd have the same yes. problem. Oh yeah, because I've I've confused the new guy's name, who's white as well. <laughs> like I've called him random names with D. It starts with D, but I've called him a completely different name. And people are like, who are you talking about? I'm like the new guy. They're like, that's not his name. And I'm like, shit. <laughs> 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 And I, I will do it. I will have my, you know, my staff standing there and I'm like, I will send you the email now. And I start and I'm just like, and then I'll be like, what is she waiting for? And I'm like, what is their name? <laughs> so, but anyway, if I did notice somebody do that, I would probably catch it and go crack a joke because I do that myself. I'd be like, ah. <laughs> um, but I, I don't know if I'd focus on the Asian thing. You do that. You do that. It's different. I think your your situation is unique, as in not unique because maybe there's other people. But you're terrible with names, regardless of their race. Yes, exactly. I am equal of opportunity offender. You're inclusive of getting their names wrong. <laughs> no, ma- no matter what's your race or gender, I'm probably going to get your name wrong. Absolutely. Absolutely. Mm. Okay. Oh, I'll, I'll talk about why it matters. Okay, so this mistake could diminish. Uh, you did say that you you. I do it. Yeah. Oh, totally. I've done it, and I would say I've done it in this context. Yes. Yeah, I've totally done it myself. I'm. I'm I'll put my hands up and say I have done this, and this is why it matters. Yeah. Because it diminishes the woman's value. Really, if you don't remember somebody's name, especially in professional, that somebody you come across a lot. It does, it's like you're not, you're not worth me remembering your name. Whether you intend that or not, that's the message you're sending. Yes. Okay. So that aside, and I kick myself because I do it like all these people I meet in the dog park. It's the same dog park. I remember the dog's names, but I don't remember (laughs) the owner's names. Now that's clear messaging from you. Remember the dog's names. It's like, oh, that's uh, um, Wilson. I have no idea what. I would have asked at one point, but do you know what it is as well? It's because they're always calling your dog's name. <laughs> it's repeated, repeated. You know, I'm saying, Hendy, 
Hendy, I'm always shouting his name, mm. and the same as other people. So you remember their dogs, their dogs' names. You don't remember their names. <laughs> so interesting. But anyway, I digress. Why it matters in this context, where I guess we're talking about, you generally don't struggle to remember people's names. People in your team who you work with every day, but when it comes to the only two people mm. that are the minority, whether it's black or Asian, whatever, you just get them confused. That's the kind of context we're talking here, right? Sure. So this mistake could diminish the woman's value in the eyes of those who hear it. So the people that heard you getting their names mixed up, other people, mm. whether they realize it or not, will diminish the value of those women. And it can signal disrespect for the Asian women or the black women at the company because consciously or unconsciously, and I talk about unconsciously a lot because you're not aware you, of why you're doing it, you, but it's a behavior you're doing. Yeah. And it's a form of stereotyping and it can make the woman feel that their names are not considered worth learning or that they are viewed as interchangeable. Mm. And it's that whole thing, oh, we all look the same. Yes. Um, I've had that, and I've had that personally, yeah. where um, somebody's confused me with somebody I personally think looks completely different. Yeah. Um, but yeah, maybe we've got similar skin color or similar hairstyle, like natural hair. But I really do believe we look different. I don't understand how you can get us confused. Yeah. But anyway, <laughs> I've had that. <laughs> I've had that. It's not nice. No. I'll just say it's not nice. So what you could do is you can correct the mistake in the moment. So you're hearing this, you correct it in the moment. You could be like me and make a joke going, ah, I do that all the time. Ah. I don't know if that's what you would say. <sighs> you're, you could say you're confusing Maya, so it's Maya, with Alicia. Yeah. They're very different. You should get to know them. I think that's kind of, I feel like that's a bit passive aggressive, mm. that comment. Hmm. That's a suggestion, but I feel like it's passive aggressive. Mm. I feel like a correction, yeah, is warranted. Yes. Absolutely. And maybe don't try to judge too much the person who's made the mistake. Yeah, exactly. Just correct them. Yeah. And maybe talk to them afterwards because help it, what might help them to remember is knowing how it can impact someone else. But if they don't understand that that's how it might impact someone else, then mm. they'll probably just repeat what mm. they're doing. But to at least give them a reason a bigger reason yeah. to do what, whatever they might need to do to help remember the names, I think is important to so have a conversation after. But I feel like this, pointing it out, yes, but saying they're very different, you should get to know them. I think that's a bit passive aggressive, really. If that doesn't work and your coworker continues to confuse them, you might need to talk to your manager, explain why it matters and suggest that someone speak to, that, to them about trying harder to get this right. Yeah. I guess it depends who they are. Yeah. If you're not comfortable talking to them, maybe, yeah, go and talk to your manager. Mm. That's a good idea. And then it says, decades of research show that people often find it harder to differentiate between people of another race than people of their own race. And that's, that's normal, and it's just how it is. So it might mean you to make extra effort. Because I've done it. I've done that myself. Oh, absolutely. Um. As someone who started watching Korean drama, I used to have a lot of trouble differentiating all the characters and the names. It was, oh my God. But now... <laughs> you got used to it, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. When you first right. started, it's a nightmare. But, um, mm. yeah. and, they, and they have a term for this. They call it 
own race bias. Mm. Own race bias. So you're biased about people in the same race as in, I can't tell the difference. So I'm just going to get their names mixed up. Um, own race bias. And research also suggests that people are less likely to remember employees with less power. Oh. And black women or Asian women and people of color generally oh. are less likely to be viewed as powerful in their organizations unless they're the, C the CEO or the GM. Oh, very businessy thing, but that's weird. Mm. Yeah. So there you go. Mm. Interesting. Well, to be, let's think about it. If somebody, people are forgetting that person's name, Mm. like it's subconsciously or unconsciously they're just lower down in the picture it just it's just it makes sense yeah it could be whether you consciously aware of that or not mm. but if I... you're going to remember the manager that manager's name you're going to remember the gm's name you're going to remember the powerful people in your company you're going to remember their name mm. i get them all confused but yes <laughs> except for me no because she doesn't department is and i'm just like she know. can't remember who her head of department is. So yeah. there you go. Well, Menal's got a special condition. <laughs> they should call it something. They should name it. They should name it. There should be a term for that. Yeah, so I can identify as it and be like, this is my excuse. Yeah, this is my excuse. Exactly. <laughs> I do have a suggestion for you, though, because I remember when I joined the company I used to work at, hmm. say, and there was you know I see so many faces and I didn't work with everyone you don't work with everyone that you see in the building yeah. so you don't know who they are but you want to be like hi hi you want to like know names so and what was really great at the time is they had an intro on the internet for every department had a photograph and it was just yeah. your your id photograph yeah. with your name so you could go and look them up mm. you used to be able to do that but then they changed the system to work day and if you don't put your picture in there and you didn't have to so you could you couldn't look up somebody in work unless you knew the name and yeah. it wasn't by department or anything so yeah. i could go in go to i don't know that department see everybody's faces and the names and that was great because it was a good way to learn names so for me i would just say if it's important to you to remember names especially people that work with you regularly picture name somewhere no no for me i don't it's not even about the fact that i don't know their names i do know most people's names but I will, when I'm stressed or whatever, I will switch their names out. It's something like, if it's like Helen, I will call them Heather. If it's like, you know, like it's just, it's something. Yeah. 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 They just need to correct you. Exactly. <laughs> like, I, just, I don't you know. Just, what that's what you should start with all your, um, well, your people or other people. When you meet them, it's just like, hi, yeah, I've got your name. Brilliant. Yeah. Just to let you know, I may yeah. get your name wrong from time to time. Please correct me if I do that. I do that now every time I get a new team member and I have to bring them around the office and introduce them to 50 people. I tell them, just so you know, I'm going to confuse names. Everybody finds it comical now. Like, because I go out and I, you can see the stress on my face because these are people I work with every day. And I'm like, right. <laughs> and I start, I would get at least one name wrong. So, and my own team, like I do this with everyone i see so meal's got a special condition if everybody knows the name of it let us know exactly yes two yeah. two please that would be very helpful <laughs> it would cool mm. anyway, so yeah. that's it so look up for today yeah. that's pretty good yeah and i was pretty happy with that one 
Mm. Yes, I think so. Yes. So until the next time. Until the next time. So we'll see you next week. See you next week. Bye. Bye. Thank you so much for tuning in. We hope you have as much fun with us today as we did. If what you heard resonated with you, don't forget to show the love and like our YouTube channel, All One with Tracy G. Give us a five-star rating on whichever podcast platform is lucky enough to have this episode because they rock too. Feel free to email us stories or questions at alloneinclusive at gmail.com and sign up for my newsletter if updating yourself about everything which goes down sounds like something right up your alley at tracygandu.com. Until the next time, see ya.